So thought I'd try this new trick here with the AirPods, the AirPods, rather. Um, Cause I did notice <laughs> I was a little too close um, to that mic while talking to you last time. I want this to be kind of a cool experience. Um, I also noticed that kind of reflecting back on what I've been talking about is uh, refreshing um, in kind of leaving where, kind of going from where we left off, I guess, if you will. So, sit over here. I have a little room on my little, my little tiny workout bench. Um, kind of sit down over here. And uh, it is a bit of a money saver to create your own workout. And why not? Um, so just like getting into saving, it's a bit of a time saver to give yourself some acceptance, especially during this holiday season. One of the things that I go back to is kind of the incentive behind something. And I really had to look and introspect behind the incentive of initiation, to initiate contact, why I would do that or why you should or shouldn't, or why. It's something that really doesn't matter if we're all creating. And this is a real healer because it's, as I said, I'm talking about magnets. I don't have to go against you in order for me to feel fulfilled or in order for me to succeed I don't have to push you away I don't have to discourage you I don't have to complain about the creation the creative process the creation process it's not something I have to do anymore um there are so many choices in creative that I'm learning about every day interactions as life goes on I could be live with my friends and live with my family and just realize that there's an order to this chaos and there's an order to life that happens that allows you to do that especially nowadays and then you focus and zoom in on the person at hand one thing at a time. I, I understand that one person at a time. Individualism is very important. But what I also realize is that no matter how much we want something to come out of this creation process, we may never know what it is. I may never know what you think. I may never need to know what you think. The point is that from one creative person to another, I learn from you 
I appreciate you even creating in the first place. It's a type of friendship that's a little bit new to culture. That's not so new anymore. I'm not saying it's like a day old or anything, but it's it's a bit new to human understanding to have these kind of audience creator relationships, friendships, um, acquaintanceships, whatever you feel comfortable calling it. But my main incentive, and I'm just going to be dead honest with you, because you have that right to truth when you listen to me, you're entitled to the truth when you listen to me, is that the important thing is not so much that you get something. It's not so much that I get something out of initiating contact with you. It's that I've told you the truth and I've shown you who I really am. Um, like, for example, my I've had the username MZRQ that might have shown up in other podcast apps, accounts, um, different things as I've contacted or made, um, you know, contact my email, starts with MZRQ. Um, I email people, luckily it comes up with my nice full name, so it makes a little more sense um, to people. I've had to change like my Twitter and my, my branding a little bit because I wanted to reflect who I am. I'll change my brand as much as I want. I'll delete my brand as much as I want. I really don't give a fuck because I know you don't. And um, because it's, the brand is simply who you are. And so when I make initiations, um, when I initiate contact with you, whether it's here um, talking to you on the podcast or in a private message. Um, there's a couple of different motives to this. Number one is gratitude. I'm grateful that you're here and you've made such an impact on my life. And and even if it's in a very different way, you've taught me something um, in interacting, in creating, in co-creating with me. And it's also definitely because of this gratitude, I'm the kind of person that if I don't show you my thank you, it may not, it may not be like, I might not be, um, I might not do it like in a regular way or say it in a regular way that somebody else might, but if I don't do something to show you that I'm grateful for you interacting and creating and things like that, um, then why am I here? So the way I see it, if I initiate contact with you, if I come up here and talk to you, you know, you've came out here, you've subscribed to me, you've made the effort to private message me in the past or to mention me in a comment or to tweet at me or You've made an effort to put out an episode of a YouTube video or a podcast that not only impacted me, but has allowed me to see, you know, maybe 
needs of my family where my, my family I want my family to see the goodness in what you do as well. Um, you know, privately in a private, you know, maybe conversation about, oh, my friend did this or, or my friend taught me this or, uh, check out this, this, that this person created or things like that. So by initiating contact with you, not only am I feeling and you can be doing the same thing, I think, but it's just something, I think we all do this. I'm not the only one, but it's something we forget or we don't realize. Not only is it showing gratitude, it's clearing our conscience. It's clearing our con- our conscience um, because we want to communicate. So if I send something I'm not doing it because like I want you to I want to get a message on my lock screen or like I absolutely have to hear from you um and I'm gonna think less of you as a person if I don't hear from you it's more about if I don't give you information or I don't acknowledge you my conscious um you know, out of gratitude is not clear. But again, I think we all do this. And this new relationship and friendship and newfound acquaintanceship that we have with each other is new. It's like when I talk about your audience wants a relationship with you. Am I wrong? Or am I right? Or is it both? Well, it's a newfound relationship. Celebrity, when you'd watch TV, like in the 90s, you couldn't go and, and put your thoughts on, you couldn't go up to the TV and, and talk to Oprah at that time, you know, you couldn't tell her, oh, oh my God, thank you, my day started to look bad, and you made me look at my day differently, like, you couldn't do that, I had crazy dreams that you could plug in a microphone and do that, but <laughs> you couldn't do that at that time, that was, it was a dream, um, all of us dreamed it. All of us wanted that. All of us wrote, you know, there's people who wrote books about it. Um, you would read science fiction books about it. It's crazy. But you, you couldn't do it. You could not go up to the TV and ask, you know, like the news is playing. Ask a question and get your answer. Or the weather's playing ask more details about the weather or certain days of the weather. You could not do that. So it wasn't really a relationship. It was like you're being fed something or um, it was literally just a piece of hard copy like object that you literally would hold in your hand or, you know, that you would literally... You couldn't do anything with it. Like you would literally. Now some things there are something to be said. You'd feel a sense of gratitude by holding something in your hand. I'm not saying that's even wrong. But you couldn't interact with it. You couldn't. You couldn't tell others about it. So if it was something very personal. Like you didn't want your family to know you were reading a self-help book. Because you couldn't put your own thoughts on top of that book. Like, you couldn't create along with that person, with that book, or whatever. 
um, they would react if they seen that book. And you would feel like you were being laughed at because really what it really was is they didn't understand why you'd read a book and maybe they wanted to understand, but you took their laughing at you personally. And, you know, I'm just thinking back to like back then versus now, whereas now you can... You can, okay, having battery is very important, yeah, but having, having the, um, the added dimension of interacting is something that I think very important. I know it's important to me, you know, I don't necessarily, um, I don't know that I can handle standing in a line and like meeting um, a celebrity that I have had a huge admiration for. I don't know if I would know what to say to them if we were alone in a text message or alone in a room or something, or like if I, if I ran into them and we were alone or if I ran into them at the store, just whatever. But there's still, you know, um, Amy Landino had brought this up, like, even if you don't talk to them every day, it's still some kind of friendship, and she's absolutely right. Um, This isn't just, like, I'm not the original thinker for this at all. I mean, people, I think over the past, like, 10 years are starting to realize this. I've watched her for the past 10 years anyway, and she's always kind of hinted at it and really sparked some thought into it, too, Um, and she said it more vocally now. Um, but, you know, you couldn't, I think it's great for that blessing that to those who are brave enough to go interact with their celebrities in like an email or DM or, um, you know, calling them or whatever. I think that's just pretty cool. Um, if somebody has that kind of like braveness to go do that, that's very admirable. That, That really does take a lot of gumption. It really, it's not something that I would have the, um, kind of the, uh, the motivation to do really, because I feel like it's a new kind of friendship. And, and I think that's because you're realizing, Hey, they are human. Do you treat them as human or do you treat them as, as the, the figure that you're, you admire and, it's almost like I wouldn't want to get too attached or expect something. Whereas it's like, I know that when I share work that they've done, it's being seen, even if it's, even if what I'm sharing is not being, you know, somebody hitting the like button on what I share or necessarily resharing, but maybe they're also seeing it and also it's being planted into their mind, that kind of thing. So, I mean, yeah, it's not, I, I don't think that, I think we need to go beyond like message, listen for listen or message for message or comment for reply. Um, and if 
natural conversation develops that way, that's amazing. But I, I think we need to go beyond the expectation of interaction for interaction in return. Because there's a sense of gratitude that comes along with this. Um, and this is why for podcasting, I've changed the way I've podcasted. I've changed the way I talk to you. I don't take podcasting quite as seriously as I used to because I wasn't enjoying the way that I used to podcast myself. I didn't feel like it was helping anyone. Maybe it was in, in its own weird way, but it was also damaging and toxic to my own self, the way that I was feeling. Like maybe what I said wasn't even that bad, but changes in my own life had to be made because I believe in practicing what I preach, if you will. I believe in you better practice what you preach. That's what I believe for myself. Um, you know, and, you know, there's a form of like, I can, I can kind of like give you scenarios and things like that, but to go beyond that and say like, this is real interaction. This is real. This isn't to me. Um, there's still something to be said. I was watching Star Trek yesterday. There's a new Star Trek series I was starting to get into. Star Trek Discovery and I was watching the way they were interacting with the computers and how they had pointed out that this is um, a sign that humans wants to communicate human want humans want to communicate in this other certain way and by doing that what I realized is like there's still something to be said to learn from what you're watching because you can still go into their world and interact and immerse it and make it your own world and interact with them. Like I could go on YouTube and share the Star Trek um, and get with other Star Trekkers <laughs> or, you know, get immersed into the whole Star Trek world if I want to, which sounds really fun. Just like Harry Potter, you know, you can do that. So, um, so there's still the possibility of interaction, but again, it's through um, it's through sharing a chalkboard together. It's not necessarily through I'm gonna pull you by your hand and take you and like talk to you. It's you're gonna draw on the chalkboard. I'm gonna draw next to your drawing later on when I have the time or and then maybe our drawings are going to be next to each other maybe they're going to connect and the drawings are going to become like one big drawing because maybe we've colored in each other's lines by accident or maybe on purpose um, through inspiration um, or um, it's going to be seen in a totally different light the chalkboard's going to have a divider you know, it, it can be that way too. Um, but interacting through this chalkboard-like or canvas-like, you know, where we're all kind of painting on one canvas, we're all paint, we're all drawing on one chalkboard. Um, you know, is kind of what this friendship really is. Um, and if we happen to be cool enough that we um, 
go and talk to each other and like where we happen to have um other interactions and things like that and we go kind of like deeper into it we talk about each other's work and we make it like this is like we both think this way that's really cool you know but just the fact that we can all draw on the same chalkboard can be enough too so I think it's whatever we all want it to be and you know it's creating I think is a sense of just being being grateful for connection and being grateful for communication through, you know, this new kind of medium 